What's up, everybody? This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. Um, yeah, I tried to podcast yesterday, but it just there wasn't a good time. You know, I need a dedicated, quiet space when I'm working from home, and it's really hard to find one. Um, you know, because my mom hears nothing and everything at the same time. Like, she literally cannot hardly hear anything, but she hears everything. What was that? Who is it? Is that sound? Who's coming to the door? It's like, oh, God. Um, But, yeah, anyway, no excuses. I just didn't. You know, it's hard for me to podcast on Wednesdays. Um, When I move into a more um, expansive schedule, I'll I'll have to make a way. I'll have to pre-record the shows, probably. So, anyway, uh, what's going on in the world? What was I thinking about? I was mostly thinking about how funny the office is. It's the first thing I thought this morning when I woke up was like, God, that show is just brilliant. And I think I've heard Steve Carell and a few other cast members who are talking about it now, 15 plus years later. Like, why? Why we don't know why it's so popular. It barely stayed on. They never felt like it was a hit until like, I think the second or third season. Like, oh, okay. You know, um, and they just didn't understand why people were um watching the show now well i have watched it i watched it when it was on every episode that steve carell was in i watched uh originally and so over the past few years so when they put it on netflix i started watching it again and then when it moved to peacock the only reason why i have a peacock account is to watch the office and the reason why I watch it now is because even though the show is older, if you have ever worked in an office, you understand that dynamic that's going on there and why it's so fucking funny. Because working with people, it's this group of people, you don't have a say of who is your coworker, and they are some of the uh, oddest in some cases, most unique in some cases. Um, flat out weird in other cases, people that you will ever meet, you would not meet them if you weren't at work. And they have quirks and they are uh, bizarre. And so that dynamic keeps me watching. And then some people you actually develop a rapport with. I haven't met my gym at work, but I have met friends at work. And, uh, you know, I've also had mortal enemies at work. So I get that. And then the thing that keeps me watching the show and why it stays good is there are things to this day that I never noticed. There's so many people in an ensemble cast like that. And what makes The Office great is one of my favorite things, and that is reaction shots. So for years, you might just watch Michael doing whatever he's doing. And then you, you know, they made Jim's reactions kind of obvious, but there were oftentimes I've noticed here recently that if you look in the background, Mindy Kaling is laughing. Like she's probably supposed to be in character, but she's clearly laughing at Steve Carell. Um, You could just tell these people found each other amusing and talented and entertaining. And so it's fun when you could see they try to blur the background because somebody is cracking up and they shouldn't be. And, you know, I watch it for those things now. There are things that, because like I said, you have three or four people talking at the same time. I just heard a line the other night in an episode I've seen 
probably 50 times and Steve Carell said something. And I'm like, this show is just brilliant. It was very well done, super funny. And it it really cracks me up that, you know, I have some of my favorite episodes, but uh, I laugh really hard, even though I know what the joke that's coming, I'll still laugh. And they just did a great job. And I'll be honest with you, they really changed the tone because we wouldn't have a Modern Family or Abbott Elementary, you know, with this mockumentary style or documentary style show um, because the regular traditional sitcom had run its course, I think. I really do. Um, I used to watch Frasier and I'll even go all the way back to Cheers. All of those sort of three camera setups that that was started, I want to say, with the Lucille Ball show, with the Lucy show. No. What was it called? The old one with the uh, Desi and Lucy. Lucy! Way back. Yeah, the the original sitcom set up with the three cameras, I think goes back to them. Um, to that show. They did some revolutionary things, including her being the star and one of the producers. I mean, I just grew up in an era where women were bosses. So it's weird to me that that we're still fighting for certain rights. You know, it's so strange, but that's another topic for another day. And so anyway, yeah, that's why I watch The Office, because it's hilarious. And it's so much to unpack. You can watch it for 15 years and still see things you've never seen before. And that's very, very cool. Um, You know, what was I thinking about? I wasn't thinking about anything particularly deep today. I'm in a good mood, so that's exciting. And, uh, you know... I'm not sure what's going on in the world right now, other than we're about to hit some very, very interesting times. And I've been taking these cold showers. Uh, If you guys are familiar with, uh, I think his name is Wim Hoff. Um, I've heard about him. I've seen him on all the people I watch on YouTube. Um, And I've heard him talking about this cold method, you know, I forgot what it's called, but basically taking cold showers or getting in these ice baths, which I'm not there yet. I literally hate this cold shower thing. I'm not recommending it because I love it. I hate it, but it really has helped me with these high flashes. Uh, I do, I've been doing it at night for the last week just to get better sleep because, you know, I already have enough challenges when I'm asleep, I need to try to maximize as much of it as I can, because if my mom is sleeping, I want to get good rest. So I've been taking these cold showers and they're just horrible. Um, but there's all kind of health benefits to doing it. And for some reason, it feels like it's just resetting my body. Like, oh, we should be doing this. Okay. Like it needed to be shocked into doing certain things. Um, but yeah, I, it's helped with all kinds of body aches and I do think it's helped minimize the flashes, but I'm not going to lie to you. It is horrible. I don't care for that at all. Shivering in the shower. But you know, there are health benefits, so you should look it up. His name is, uh, I think it's W I M or W M Hoff H O F. 
and he's like the ice man or something like he's submerges in these ice baths and swims in uh, ice cold water and all kinds of stuff but for me I'm doing something like half of a warm shower and the other half I'm trying to get up to making the whole other half of the shower cold and um you can usually start with like a regular shower and then go to 30 seconds of cold. It It's shocking. It is horrible. And so I think I've made it up to like a minute or two in just cold water. And, oh, it's so unpleasant. But I do see the benefits of it. So I'm going to I'm gonna keep trying. I don't know how if I'll ever be a, a full shower cold person or a ice bath person. But uh, in terms of repair and just kind of shocking your system into working, it, it, I can't say that, that it, I can't say that it doesn't work, but I, ooh, it is rough and horrible. So, but you know, you know me, I'm a work in progress and I'm just trying things because this, these hot flashes, I think I've had them pretty hardcore and consistent since, uh, COVID. So that's like two to three years. They used to just kind of come on and then go away. But they're not as hot as they used to be. But I'm looking forward to just never having another one again. That would be great. All right, everybody. I don't know what you're out here doing, but it is December the 1st. Happy December. Uh, You know, good luck. Whatever your plans are, however you plan to uh, end the year, I hope it's solid. I hope you had a good year. I had a good year. I hope you had one too. And let's start focusing on what we're going to be doing for 2023. Uh, Who are we going to be in 2023? It's a good question. Um, And I think, what would that feel like? I think that's, that's how we go to the next level. I was talking to my hairstylist over the weekend and she was so excited I, I, I kind of burst her bubble. She was so excited. She wasn't fighting with her ex-husband, but she was ignoring him. So for her, that was progress. I'm ignoring him. I blocked his calls. I'm not even talking to him. Well, they have four kids. So I'm like, mm, I know that you're proud of yourself, but that's not really growth. You've grown, but that's not the next level. The next level is knowing that this person is going to come at you in a crazy way and you managed to uh, defuse the situation and de-escalate the situation. She was like, wait, what? (laughs) And I was like, I know of what I speak because um, it's not a relationship like that. But my issues with my mom, like when she's coming at me and I know she's sick, but but it still triggers me. And I have had to learn, and I'm still not perfect at it, but I've had to learn how to de-escalate a situation as opposed to reacting the way I normally would. Because, you know, I get tired, too. I'm tired. I'm working full time. I, I have other things on my mind. And then here comes somebody talking crazy. And it's just like, I just, you know, my normal reaction is to talk crazy back or go off or whatever. So you have to learn how to de-escalate things. That's the true mark of emotional intelligence. And uh, even when you're dealing with someone who is completely out of their mind. So it's it's fascinating. There are lots of life lessons to be learned. And uh, I, I literally blew her mind. She was just like, oh, my God, I cannot believe. She was like, I was so proud of myself. And I was like, you should be proud of that. 
but you've still got work to do because you're going to be seeing this person for the next forever. You've got children. Every time somebody graduates, every time somebody gets married, every time somebody has a baby, every time anything happens in these kids' lives when they're adults, even, you're going to see this person. So it's like, oh, she was just like, oh, my, oh. (laughs) It's like it had never occurred to her. And she's smart and a great mom. So it's just, it's really fascinating out here. There's always lessons to be learned. And I'm still learning, just like you guys. So I think the big picture is to visualize how we really want it to be, who we want to be surrounded by, and what it's going to feel like to be happy and healthy in 2023. What does that look like for you? And really go deep and don't be afraid. Don't leave anything, you know, in your brain that you you don't think uh, you should share with I mean, this is an exercise that's really just about you and God or you and whoever you believe is listening to you or not. And, you know, only you two will know what your goals are. That's my recommendation anyway. And, uh, you know, just really feel it inside your body and your bones. What does that feel like? And how thankful and grateful are you that that happened? I really believe that's the key. So hang in there. Have a great day. Happy Thursday. Happy December. Let's finish this year strong, right? Strong. Be your best.